Welcome to the Lemons and Pineapples podcast. I'm your host, Emma O'Brien, personal development coach, heart math practitioner, dog photographer, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I share tools, strategies, and amazing guest interviews to help you improve your mindset and your well-being with a sprinkle of fun and probably some mention of dogs along the way. So without further ado, let's squeeze the day. Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 34 of the podcast, How to Set Goals You Can Actually Achieve in 2024. So I'm going to use what is a slight variation on the traditional SMART goal acronym setup. And that is I am going to talk you through setting and achieving goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, and time-based. But I'm going to put a bit of a twist on it of asking you to make sure you have a purpose behind the goal you have set. This is often where people fall apart when it comes to actually achieving goals that they've set because we we set goals and we don't really know why we've done it. I think often there can be external pressures to be a certain way, achieve something, and often we 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 do it without knowing why so that is my key secret ingredient for successful goal setting i'm going to talk you through two examples of how you can use this particular method to set your goals and i'm going to use a fun one because i think it's really important we have fun goals in life and i'm going to use a more business orientated goal as well. So the first one is a super fun one, and it's one of mine, which is to swim with humpback whales in Mozambique. Again, I did it last year. It was fantastic. Um, but there, there, I know there are um, opportunities for perhaps better interactions. And I also have got some work to do on my swimming. You'll have heard me talking in some of the previous podcasts about I'm learning to free dive. There's some work to be done on my Emma being in the ocean um, methodology. Let's put it that way. So let's talk through let's talk through how that might look like in terms of using this goal setting uh, methodology that I'm sharing. So I want to go swim with humpback whales in Mozambique. So the first thing I need to do, I need to get specific on when am I going to do that? When is it possible to do that? and um, to get some my, my facts together so I can very specifically set a time frame on that. So I know whale season in Mozambique is between kind of the end of June and the beginning of September. So I need to book my trip somewhere in between there. We went last year and the peak of the season seems to be kind of end of July towards the middle of August. So that's going to be when I'm wanting to go. So can I measure it? Of course I can, because it's measurable by the fact whether I've been or not. Is it achievable? Yes, it is, with some planning, which I'm going to talk a little bit more with, uh, about with you. And we've got time based on there because we know when we're going to do it. And to put the last question in here, for what purpose? And I can't tell you why I love humpback whales so much, but I... I've always loved humpback whales ever since I've been, I was a little girl and I had my WWF book of endangered species, which they were in there. 
And amazingly, as a slight aside, they have their populations have bounced back. It is it is somewhat of a miracle. So um, in Mozambique last year when we went, there were quite a lot of them. And so it is for me, it's a it's a kind of a bit of a childhood dream come true. It is something that is quite challenging for me because there are a few things I have to have in place in order for this to happen. So I um, need to be able to, to, to go on as many boat rides that I can to up my chances of being able to see the whales. Obviously, our humpback whales aren't on my goal schedule. Unfortunately, I don't have a way of communicating that to them. So we have to, it, it's always a bit of luck and guesswork and chance as to whether we can have an encounter with them and what that's going to look like. So that's the goal. And I'm going to talk you through, once we've set the goal, what the action steps would be to actually bring this goal to life. Because it's one thing saying, I want to go and do this. It's quite another being able to actually action it. That's also where we fall apart. We we have a big goal and that is quite a big goal. And it will be one that would be very easy to bypass. I'm too busy. I could take work on. So I have to have some boundaries around to make sure this happens. So the action steps I'm going to take with this are to just decide on the dates I'm available to go. That also means putting it into the engineer's schedule, but that needs to be done ahead of time, marked out clearly in the diary, non-negotiable. This is when we are going. And ideally, I'd like to go for about three weeks because like I've said, humpback whales don't work on my schedule. And also the weather doesn't work on my schedule. The last time we were there, we um, happened to be uh, by the sea during a full moon and it was a super moon and the ocean went mad the beach uh, the beach disappeared because the ocean came all the way up almost to the the hotel we were staying at and it made it unplayable to launch boats so i know in order to make this goal happen i need to be there for as long a period as, as i can possibly do to up my chances of being able to get on a boat and get in the water with my humpback whale friends I need to work out how much money I need for this trip, what the flights are going to cost, what the hotel's going to cost, and what the whale tours are going to cost. They're quite pricey. Um, obviously, it, ideally, I'd like to go out once a day. Um, so I need to make sure I know how much money I have to save up in order for that trip to happen. I need to check availability. I would then need to book flights. And, and it's pretty much job done. So... This isn't a goal that's quite achievable for me. The steps that I need to take in order to make this better are, I need to get fitter so I'm better at swimming in the sea. I shared, I think in episode two about my learning to surf. I'm not a particularly strong swimmer. My style of swimming is something akin to doggy paddle slash epilepsy. So I know I need to get better at swimming in the in the open ocean. Sometimes there's a bit of swell. Um, one has to just put out of, out of one's mind what might be swimming underneath in deep water and forget about it and just hope there's humpback whales and those passing sharks. Again, completely out of my control. So I also need to so practice my swimming technique. I also want to complete my freediving qualifications. So I am much more comfortable in the water. Being more comfortable means I can be more relaxed. Whales are highly energetic perceptive creatures and 
they they will pick up on people's energy when we jump in the water with them. And I think if it's frantic and uh, a bit crazy, it's probably quite off-putting for them. The other thing is I need to be able to control myself in the watery space I'm in as well, because sometimes the whales get curious and want to come up to you and one needs to be able to swiftly and calmly swim away. Obviously, interactions with wild animals like that, there's no, you you are not allowed to touch them. And <laughs> even if they try and touch you, which God, I hope they do, but um, one needs, I need to be able to confidently maneuver myself around in the water. So I have got some physical training work to do in order to make sure I make the most of this goal of bringing it into reality. So folks, I will keep you posted later in the year as to how that goes. And just as an aside, my goal for 2025 is to go to Baja in Mexico and go and go on a boat trip and you can go and interact with grey whales there. Um, and if we if we bring that into this goal example, it's a very specific goal. Um, obviously, I'll know when that happens. So will the rest of the world, probably with the excitement level. But is it achievable for me? Not right now, because if I want to go and do that, I probably need to be on a plane now. Whale season in Baja is between January and March. So that has has to be moved to next year. Plus, I've got a wedding uh, on the cards, which is swallowing most of the cash at the moment. So Mexico, Wales is next year. But again, I've got a clear idea of how that's going to happen. That's a fun goal. And I invite you to make sure you have fun goals. Life shouldn't all be about work and hustling and everything else. However, one can also apply this goal setting technique that I've just shared with you to a more business orientated um, thing that you want to achieve. So I'm going to give you an example of making more money because this is a goal that a lot of people have. I want to make more money. I want to earn more money. So let's talk through how you would go about setting a financial goal, because I think this is something that features a lot at the beginning of people's 2024 goal setting and intention settings. And it's one that also, I think, doesn't come to fruition very often. So when we talk about wanting to make money, setting a goal of wanting to make more money is not enough. When we come back to the specifics of it, how much more money do you want to be making? You need to be super clear on that because that takes us to the second point of it being measurable. If you have a figure in mind, you will know when you've achieved the goal because you can measure it. You can literally count the money coming in. When we come to how achievable that is, I think one has to take stock of where you are currently in your financial situation as compared to where you want to get to. So let's say for argument's sake, you set a goal of wanting to earn an extra $10,000 a month. If you're already earning, mm, I don't know, $30,000 a month, earning an extra 10 probably isn't going to be too much of a stretch for you because you're already earning quite a lot in a month. And so pushing a bit more probably not that hard. If you're earning $500 a month and you want to jump that up to 10, that's quite a stretch to get there. And that might not be something you can do in a short 
time frame. So you'd have to look at, okay, I'm at 500. I want to be at 10,000. How long is that going to take me to get there? That might be a two-year goal. It might be a six-month goal, depending on how determined you are and how much work you need to do to make the shifts to get you from $500 a month to $10,000 a month. So that's where the achievability comes into it. It's very likely to be achievable, but if you're at 500 trying to go to 10,000, you're going to need to make quite a lot of shifts possibly in what you're doing for a living, possibly in the way you're doing it, possibly you need to upskill yourself. And there's probably quite a lot that needs to happen in order for you to make a big income shift like that. So you could list out what those things are. When you know what you've got to do, you can then get a better idea of your time frame on that. We set ourselves up to fail when we set goals like I'm going to go from $500 a month to $10,000 a month in the next three months. It's very unlikely you're going to be able to do that. And then all you do is erode your own self-confidence. So one has to have a plan in place in order to be able to achieve a goal and make it a reality. Going from 500 to 2000 as a start is probably much more doable. And then you can start to have a look at, like I've said, what needs to shift, possibly internally, possibly in your skill set, possibly in the action steps you're taking to, to, to allow you to make that income jump. Because it will be possible. It's just you have to know what needs to happen for it to become a reality. And then I think something that's very, very important with money is for what purpose do you want the money? What is that money for? Because when we don't really know why we want to be earning more money, it's very difficult to stay motivated to do it. So if I bring back in my humpback whale experience, if my goal was to do a really big income jump, one of the things would be to be able to go and do the, the humpback whale trip. That's a very clear why for me. That's a big motivator to get out, show up, take action and keep being very persistent. And your goal for that money might be something like putting your kids through a, a better school. It might be saving so your kids don't have to take a loan out if they go to university. It might be so you have access to better medical care. It might be so you can um, retire your partner so they don't have to work anymore. It might be so you can buy a bigger home, a better car, have a better lifestyle, donate more money to charity. I mean, insert your reason for money here because we all have very different ones and, and I, I couldn't possibly name all of them here at all. But it's really important you know why you are working towards that goal. How are you going to feel when you earn that money? Because often what we're chasing with goals is not so much the attainment of something, it's how the attainment of that is going to make us feel. So for me, with the humpback whales, it is a dream come true. I can tell you, because we got very close to them last year, it is exhilarating and absolutely terrifying to be up close to a 40-ton humpback whale. But <laughs> it's quite a thrill. And for me, it's that it's that feeling of, of excitement, that feeling of fulfillment. Um, it's it's magical for me. So that is what I am after. With that, it's not just something I want to put on my bucket list and be able to come and, uh, you know, brag about to people or 
I probably will, you know, I'll share it on the podcast. But it's for me, it's about the, the kind of how I will feel as a result of it. And it's the same thing with earning more money. What is that? What feeling is that money going to give you? And to really get in tune with that. When we set big goals, it can be very easy to be thrown off track, to stop, to give up, because achieving big things is hard. If it wasn't, everybody would do it. And I think this is why people often stay very stuck in a comfort zone, stay stuck complaining about the same things, say stay stuck not making changes because it's scary. We're going out into the unknown with this. I encourage you to go and explore the unknown and get in touch with your why. Get excited about what's possible for you. We all have these precious lives that we're living and a lot of the time we're just stuck in a mundane routine. We know we want more, but we just don't really get in touch with it and go after it. So I hope this episode has inspired you to get clear on your 2024 goals to give you a new way of looking at how to set them and then how to implement an action plan in order to make them happen. So I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram at Emma O'Brien Coach and share your big goals for 2024 with me. I'd love to hear from you. This has been a really cool episode to do. I'm thrilled that I've been able to share about my humpback whales. I knew I could crowbar them in here somewhere. So please get in touch with me on on Instagram and uh, let's let's get ready to celebrate together at the end of the year. Thanks for being with me today, folks. I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, please share with your friends and be sure to leave me a five-star rating and review, especially if you're listening on Pine Apple Podcasts. To find out more about my one-on-one coaching, please visit my website, which is emmaobriancoach.com. And remember, folks, when life gives you lemons, you can always choose another fruit. See you next time.